Manx Radio's Update with Paul Moran. Pastor Mike, good evening. It's five past. It's half past five, and this is update for Wednesday, 18th of January from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus background to the new sport business, Sea Watch, and travel updates, plus the newsmakers in person. The island's former medical director says it's highly unlikely she'll work as a doctor again. The recent billing issues experienced by Isle of Man energy customers are intolerable. Golf commissioners want extra traffic calming measures in Laxey when the mountain road. Road is closed. A Manx charity looks to help students suffering from post-viral fatigue. And Nathan Harrison has signed for Honda Racing UK for TT and the Northwest 200. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. Now with the time at 5.31, let's get the latest headlines with Christian Jones, Faster My Christian. Faster My. The island's energy group claims it's rectified the vast majority of technical issues that gas customers are experiencing. The Office of Fair Trading has described the problems as intolerable and told Tinwell that enforcement action will be taken against Isle of Man Energy if complaints aren't dealt with in a timely manner. The Chief Minister insists comments he made over industrial action from the NASUWT weren't about preventing walkouts. The Isle of Man's Trade Union Council criticised Alfred Cannon following an interview last month. And a charity's warning if post-viral fatigue isn't managed properly, it could lead to further conditions later in life. ME Support Isle of Man is hoping to be able to offer more support in schools for pupils. In international news, nurses and ambulance workers are planning the biggest day of war strikes in the history of the NHS. Thousands of GMB union members will join the Royal College of Nursing and walking out on the 6th of February. The UK Home Office wants to check on all police officers following the conviction of sex offender David Carrick. The UK Prime Minister met the head of the Metropolitan Force he used to work for and afterwards said the abuse of power we've seen this week is absolutely despicable. And the Ukrainian president says there are no accidents at wartime after a helicopter carrying his interior minister crashed in Kyiv. Volodymyr Zelensky addressed the World's Economic Forum, urging members to keep supplying military aid in his fight against Russia. Manx Radio News, that's the latest headlines. Uh, we'll be back at six o'clock. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Yellow uh, weather warning in operation tonight for wintry showers and ice. Uh, clear spells and scattered showers this evening, falling as snow over the hills, but as rain sleet at lower levels uh, with a fresh northwest wind. Showers continuing overnight as the northwest wind decreases. The minimum temperature falling to around 1 Celsius in sheltered spots. Uh, sunrise tomorrow morning, 8.25, and it's up to 4.33, sunset tomorrow night. The outlook, any remaining showers tomorrow will gradually die out through the day. Moderate northwest winds and a top temperature of 6 degrees tomorrow. Dry and bright on Friday, but turning milder over the weekend as the wind freshened from the south with rain at times. High water today uh, was 8.25 p.m. Uh, low water tomorrow is at 2.58 in the morning. That's at 2 metres. High uh, water tomorrow is 8.49. Tomorrow morning, 8.49, 6 metres. And then low water tomorrow at 3.20 in the afternoon at 1.5 metres. Visit the Banks Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. Manxglass.com. 
The island's former medical director says it's highly unlikely she'll work again as a doctor as the tribunal heard she's seeking a payout of up to £6.3 million. Dr Ranson has been given evidence to a remedy hearing following her unfair dismissal from the Department of Health and Social Care for whistleblowing. Sean Cowper reports. First up, the DHSC's legal team quizzed Dr Ranson about her schedule of loss, a document she's submitted outlining the payout she believes she should receive. Initially, the figure she suggested was £6.3 million, based on plans she had to work until she's 72, as well as her hopes that she would have received a pay rise to £350 per year following her move to Manx Care. She believed her salary would have increased due to the larger role she'd been carrying out since moving to the Isle of Man, stating, if that's what they wanted me to work, then I should be paid accordingly. Simon Devonshire KC, representing the department, said that figure has now been revised down, but the new total being sought by Dr Ranson is yet to be discussed. There was also a focus on the public perception of the case, with the DHSC claiming she had been portrayed favourably in the media, but Dr Ranson said, my reputation has been destroyed. She went on to accuse Chief Minister Alfred Cannon of perpetuating a false and damning narrative against her, adding that she'd been unable to listen to his Tinwald statement on the tribunal because she was so disappointed in his comments. Dr Ranson also told the hearing she'd met with Mr Cannon prior to last year's tribunal and that he told her he believed her claims but then did nothing. She went on to allege comments made by other ministers on social media suggesting there's another side to the story without explaining what that is are damaging her reputation. It was revealed that Dr Ranson has filed a defamation claim against Treasury Minister Dr Alex Allenson for comments he made in a media interview describing his words as creating an alternative and damaging narrative. Meanwhile, the DHSC presented evidence that Dr Ranson had been applying for jobs in other countries ahead of last year's tribunal, as well as details about a report from Expol showing no concocted documents were submitted to the panel. The Chief Minister was quizzed in Timul today over comments he made on Manx Radio's Man in Line last month regarding teaching unions. Uh, Alfred Cannon described the strike action by the NASWT as completely unreasonable and said government would have to consider legislation to protect the future education of the island's children. The Isle of Man Trade Union Council asked him to retract those comments, saying they contravened laws protecting the right to organise. Mr Cannon sought to clarify what he meant. To date, there's been no action under taken to introduce legislation to prevent industrial action in schools. Following a radio interview in December, there has been concern that the council ministers are looking at this situation with regard to schools and other key areas of island life. Is this something that has been discussed in council ministers? I'll be clear, Mr President, in my radio interview I didn't say anything about preventing industrial action. I simply merely indicated that it probably was time that we reviewed our legislative provisions around balloting for industrial action and to make sure our laws in these uh, cases and instances were up to date and reflected changing circumstances. It's been some considerable years since the Iron Man last looked at this particular area. There have been uh, a number of moves, particularly uh, uh, in the United Kingdom, in terms of turnouts and threshold requirements and expiries of mandates, uh, etc. I believe that we should be looking into this uh, matter, but it's uh, it's not an immediate priority. And I want to be absolutely clear because uh, I can see that some people did leap on my comments to say that we were trying to shut down or stop industrial action. Of course, uh, workers' rights must be protected, but we must also ensure that we have the right balance 
uh, when it comes to these matters and that we're also protecting the rights of our uh, citizens uh, and, uh, and the taxpayer uh, and ensuring we have a fair balance and appropriate uh, approach uh, in all these circumstances. To comment on the update news agenda, call Manx Radio anytime on 682 631 or email update at manxradio.com. Manx racer Nathan Harrison has signed for Honda Racing UK for this year's TT and Northwest 200. The Onker man, who will be teammate to 23-time winner John McGuinness, told Manx Radio how it feels to join one of the most successful TT teams of all time. Yeah, it's uh, unreal, really. Um, it's a proper dream come true for me to be riding for like the most successful team at the TT. Um, and obviously having John as my teammate, he's a living legend at the TT, so... Yeah, no, it's a dream come true. It's the team that I've always wanted to ride for. It's been my dream to get to that point. So to be at that point now is yeah, an unreal experience to have. And what was it like that first instance where you got that call and Honda said to you, we'd like to speak to you about about this? What was what was that initial moment like? Yeah, so um, I built like a relationship with Harv and like with our like family team last year. Um, and I kind of asked if there's any possible support. And then Harv rang me a couple of weeks later and he said to me about the options for 2023. Um, I couldn't quite believe it. I was at work, so finished the phone call, and I was like, did that really just happen kind of thing? Um, and I didn't really sleep properly that night. I was, like, bolt upright, like, watching all different videos to do with, like, Honda at the TT and all that, and I was just like, yeah, I couldn't believe it. So I didn't really get much sleep that night. A teammate to one of the best names of all time around the mountain course. What's what's that going to be like for you? Um, I think it's going to be, well... I can't really get anybody better, can I? Um, what's inside his head isn't. If you don't, if it's not in there, it's not worth knowing. If you know what I mean. So, if I'm stuck throughout the the the, the fortnight, if you like, if I've got a, an issue, I'm sure John. If I ask him, he'll be there to help me. There's all different ways. He's he's got all that knowledge. So, and obviously, like you say, he's my like hero. That's John McGuinness is the reason why I started racing motorbikes. I was like as a kid finishing school, wanting to go and watch around the TT course and. Um, like you say, I wanted to be John McGuinness, so to be his teammate and hopefully learn a thing or two from him, um, is, yeah, that's that's the dream. Recent billing issues experienced by Isle of Man energy customers are intolerable. That's according to the chair of the Office of Fair Trading, who says the body is elevating its action against the company, given the number of complaints which are still unresolved. John Wallenberg says the legislation given the OFT powers is out of date. It will enforce as far as we can. What I will say is that under... The Vice Chair and myself, the OFT, will ensure that this is prioritised and we will enforce as far as we can. We, we take our role as the island's Consumer Protection Authority extremely seriously. We won't be found wanting for this. Um, we, we will ensure that this matter is resolved and uh, if that's going to be painful for the company, then that's what it's going to be. This situation is completely unacceptable. Um, if anyone thinks they're going to get an easier ride with, with me as chairman, they're wrong. Um, but despite being afforded the opportunity to rectify the matter, Iron Man Energy has apparently not done so. And that is why we are escalating. Um, and yes, the legislation is out of date, like so many parts of the legislation. So I, I, I will undertake to get a review of, of our powers and try and update our legislation. But of course, that's not a, that's not a quick switch you can flick, you know. But we're on that road. And I have had a conversation with the Chief Minister and uh, others to make sure this happens. Supplementary, Mr Moorhouse. Can the Chair please give me an indication of how quickly the OFT can take action? Well, you can certainly trust the OFT. <laughs> Mr Peters and myself in charge, there's no doubt you can. And, and I can assure every member of this House that I will be relentless when it comes to this issue. 
I can say no more than that. I've given you all, all, all I can say is that uh, we will get this. We will get this done. You know, as, as I know that people are in pain today. I know that their bills are wrong today. Unfortunately, the process of getting that put right is a process. It takes time, and and that's been laid out very clearly with the Act, and that's what we're doing. So it's not a quick fix, but it will be fixed. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. So the Ben McCree left Haysham at uh, 10 past two, should be arriving in Douglas in about uh, just over 10 minutes time at five to six. Uh, it's out again tonight uh, on its way to Haysham at 7.45, should be at Haysham round about 11.30. Overnight sailing tonight back from Haysham is at 2.15 and the Ben should be uh, back in Douglas Harbour tomorrow morning around uh, about six o'clock. For more information, head to manxradio.com, click onto news and then click on to travel. Like the Steam Packet on Facebook for the latest sailing information. Golf Commissioners has asked for extra traffic calming measures, including the presence of the Roads Policing Unit in Laxey. The Department of Infrastructure is planning to close the Mountain Road in April to do maintenance work in preparation for the TT. Commissioner Melanie Christian says the closure will have an impact on residents. The suspension of parking usually takes place over TT fortnight and Manx Grand Prix time. Um, but I think with the extra work that they're hoping to do this year, they're adding these road closures to the village. Uh, and obviously then does have a bit of an impact, particularly because parking is difficult at the best of times in Laxey. And so by suspending, it has a big impact on the local businesses and also on the residents for them to be able to park. We support the department and you know appreciate that work needs to be done. But from a point of view, from a local perspective, um, we obviously have concerns that with the suspension of parking throughout the village, it's very easy for cars to travel quite quickly through the village. And we do have concerns about speeding. The DOI have assured us that they will have measures in place to and police checks to, to help stop that. But obviously there are concerns particularly with people having to park maybe over the road and then cross over the road to um, access the shops, um, that there could be an accident. Because like I said, we want to support the department's work, but at the same time, we have got concerns about the increase in traffic going through the village, the speed that um, may be going through the village and also the parking issues. Manx Radio Business Briefing. Currys, the British electrical retailer, has held its profit guidance for the current year after an improved performance in the UK offset weaker sales from its Nordics business. Revenue in the retailer's UK and Ireland business in the 10 weeks of January the 7th dropped by 5% year-on-year, but profits were stronger than expected, reflecting gross margin increase and continued cost savings. Customer demand was high for microwaves, tumble dryers and mobiles, but this was offset by weaker consumer electronics and computer revenues whilst in-store sales outperformed online. Air fryer sales increased by 500% during the period as people looked to save money during the cost of living crisis. UK and European markets closed cautiously higher as uncertainty persisted on the economic outlook, a topic high on the agenda at the World Economic Forum in Davos this week. Uh, US stocks turned lower as Wall Street continued to pass 
passed through corporate financial updates for signs of the earnings recession many analysts have warned about. Oil prices rose to their highest since December on optimism that the lifting of China's strict COVID-19 curbs will lead to fuel demand recovery in the world's top oil importer and gold priced higher. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. At the close, FTSE 100 down 0.26% at 7.830. The DAX also down 0.03% at 15.181. At 5 o'clock, the Dow Jones was down 1.06% at 33.553. S&P 500 down 0.86% at 3.956. The Nasdaq also down at uh, 0.77% at 11.007. Exchange rates, a pound will get you one23 and 1.141 euros and in commodities gold was down 0.102% at 1906 dollars and Brent crude oil was up 0.16% at 86.77 The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946 but his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Now it said a policy change is needed to allow parents on the island to be the best they can. Rianne Evans has more. A report from the Population Rebalancing Committee has offered 15 recommendations to Timwald in light of a current age imbalance on the island. It suggests extending preschool credit, reviewing maternity allowance and introducing shared parental leave. New mum Amy has told Manx Radio the option to split government-funded leave would have benefits for both parents. I feel so bad for my husband that he's missing out on all of that because it's so important and it's such a formative time. You know, he missed his first smile already, like he's only 10 weeks old and he's already missing milestones. So I feel, yeah, I feel really sorry for him as well and I'd wish that we'd be able to, been able to share a lot more of that. The Chamber of Commerce has since released a statement saying... Shared parental leave is a crucial step towards gender equality and flexibility in the workplace. It allows both parents to take time off to care for a new child and can lead to a better work-life balance for employees. Studies have shown that parental leave can lead to increased job satisfaction, lower turnover rates and improved employee morale. However, it can present some challenges, such as potential difficulties in coverage for the employee's responsibilities during their absence and potential additional costs for the employer. Additionally, it can be difficult for small businesses to offer shared parental leave because of the financial burden it may cause. However, offering shared parental leave can also be beneficial for employers in terms of attracting and retaining top talent. The Isle of Man economic strategy, Our Island, Our People document, emphasises the importance of attracting and retaining a working age population in order to support economic growth and development. Shared parental leave can be seen as one policy that can help to support this goal by making it easier for parents to balance work and family responsibilities, which can help attract and retain working age individuals who may otherwise leave the island due to lack of support for work-life balance. 
You're listening to the Isle of Man's quintessential daily news and current affairs roundup. Update on Manx Radio. Manx Radio Sport. And Rianne Evans joins us now for the latest sport tonight. Faster my Rianne. Faster my very good evening. An update on the man and machine that is Oren Smith. He's sitting in the top 10 of one of the toughest races in the UK. Running on less than five hours sleep since starting the 268-mile spine race on Sunday, Oren has been battling against temperatures as low as minus 12. Last night, the Manx runner passed the 177-mile mark and the highest peak of the event. He has until 8am on Sunday, the 22nd of January, to complete the course, which runs along the Pennine Way. Oren has taken on the challenge to raise money for the Isle of Man MS Society. You can find links to track Oren's progress and his Just Giving page on this story at manxradio.com on our sports page. Elsewhere, and an FC Isle of Man player is raising money to help give children in Nigeria the opportunity to play football. Fiora Davies is behind the annual campaign Bala Boots, which collects unwanted football socks and kits from the local community and sends them to regions of Nigeria and West Africa. The Manx footballer has set up a Just Giving page to help cover the costs of shipping. On it, Davies expresses his reasoning behind setting up the campaign, saying, Having grown up and played football in Nigeria, I experienced the difficulties teenagers face on a day-to-day basis. Football brought about a sense of hope, escapism and safety. But all too often, the socio-economic climate in Nigeria brings a halt to their footballing dreams. So here's how Balaboots helps out. You can find a link to that page at manxradio.com on our sports page. And Crossroads Isle of Man is looking for a keen runner to fill its one charity place in this year's London Marathon. As part of the charity place, you'll be required to fundraise a set amount for Crossroads before the event. The marathon itself is taking place on Sunday, the 23rd of April. If you're interested, you're asked to email fundraising at crossroadsiom.org by the 31st of January. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Well, on the roads, uh, the Mountain Road and also the Thalty Will Road uh, will remain closed uh, tonight. Uh, a lot of work has taken place today, but there are still areas of compacted ice which will need to be cleared before they are safe to drive on. That is the reason why they remain closed. That's the Mountain and the Thalty Will. Uh, down at the airport, uh, only one flight affected everything else on time apart from the departure to Liverpool. The LM687 uh, should have been leaving at 6. It's now going to be about 6.30. Uh, On to the uh, roads. The roadworks uh, still continue at Balasala at the Crossag Road uh, between Mill Road and Ambertway. Also temporary light on the main road at Balthane Roundabout. Uh, Douglas, those temporary light on Johnny Watson's Lane continue at Cronkbourne and in Laxey at Bala Collister Road uh, between the Craigner Bar Back and Church Road for resurfacing. Uh, for more information on the works mentioned, go to manxradio.com, click on to news, click on to travel. Massimo Tyres, budget tyres priced to keep your vehicle safe and legal. Only available at... Keyside. 
Now, Manx Charity is hoping to be able to provide more support to the island schools to help students suffering from post-viral fatigue. ME Supports the Isle of Man uh, has contacted the Department of Education, Sport and Culture to discuss offering advice to educators. Lewis Foster spoke to Georgia Foxton, who experienced symptoms of chronic fatigue during her A-levels, and the charity's chairman, during Corlett. There was no understanding of how I was. It was just, oh, she's back, she's fine. And so it was kind of going from there, trial and error for how I was feeling. But with that and fatigue, it's that's where you kind of get into a danger zone of pushing things too far too soon. So, yeah, I definitely found that the length of lessons... I wouldn't, wasn't able to manage. I think in the end, after a couple weeks, I spoke to the sick form support and we changed my schedule. So I had one lesson a day each day and that continued for the rest of my sick form. So from January until May, and that's how I was able to manage. But I think that, again, because I had a good relationship prior to my illness, I was able to have those conversations. I think it's a more difficult environment to manage the conditions. So for adults who are in a workplace and are able to negotiate flexible working arrangements and you know work from home, and there's more of that. I think in school, it's a much more dynamic environment and there's, there's rigidity as well. Does the education department respond to the charity much? Are you involved in talks to, to better educate, I suppose, teachers as well and, uh, and raise that level of awareness? We would love to be involved more. So if there's anybody listening, a teacher or a head teacher or somebody from the Department of Education who is willing to work with us, we'd love to do more in the schools. We've had great success with the Chamber of Commerce, with um, the Specialist Service, with Manx Care. Public Health have been talking to us recently. And the schools is something we haven't been able to make as much progress as we'd like to. And we made a, an offer in the summer of 2021 to get more involved and we reiterated that offer two or three more times in the following six months or so. And we just haven't been able to get any traction and get that foot in the door. If we're able to, we'd love to help more. Golf Commissioners is frustrated over the lack of development to the sewage treatment plant for its residents. An update has been published on Manx Utilities' website saying it remained committed to the plans and treatment works remain a priority. However, Commissioner Melanie Christian says the monthly updates they receive don't actually say anything. We do have a sort of continued frustration um, over the delay on this because we were sort of hoping to hear about the combined treatment plant and the location of that in I think it was October 2021 and now obviously we're into 2023 and we're still no closer and although we appreciate you know negotiations with landowners can be tricky this is something that could go on for a long time and I think the feeling is really we would like a plan b or you know an alternative solution really if this is going to continue. When we met last with the MUA, they were hoping to get work done 2024, 2025 to have something in place, yeah. And obviously, the longer it goes on, the you know raw sewage is continuing to be pumped into Laxey Bay, which obviously isn't really acceptable to anyone. It's just a frustration. I think, you know, people are getting tired of the whole issue. I think people do want a solution. But obviously, like I said before, pumping sewage into the, the bay isn't acceptable to anyone. And I think with the increase in sea swimming as well and the popularity of that, I think people are sort of becoming more and more aware that it isn't acceptable and we really do need to have a solution. You know, and time is ticking on. Technically, Laxey isn't des- designated bathing beach, um, which to me seems a bit crazy given that if you go there on a summer's day, there are lots of um, families, children, sea swimmers, people enjoying the, the, the bay. But yeah, it just needs to be sorted, really. I mean, the main thing, certainly with the sewage, is that we know we are just really frustrated. You know, we get these monthly updates 
and there's nothing really to add. And so, you know, we do understand that negotiations can be delicate and can take time, but it's it just seems to be dragging on now. I think there is a concern that then Peel are going to move on with theirs and we're going to be sort of, sort of left on the shelf a little bit. It's a difficult one. That's it from update compiled by the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Christian Jones and producer Rianne Evans. After the news at six, Spotlight with Howard Kane majoring on the 100th anniversary of the Cleveland Medal. Greatest hits with Chris Kinley at 6.30. Opera Hour with Ernie Thorne at nine and After Hours with Rianne Evans at ten. Whatever you're doing tonight, keep well, stay safe. You know when you're about to pay for the bus and your phone runs out of battery? Nightmare. Frantically, you search through your pockets, only to find a button, pebbles and hair grip. But then, in the last pocket, you find that long-lost tenner you forgot. Result! This is how it feels when you save over £500 versus MT with our broadband home phone and mobile bundle. Start saving at Shaw.com. T's and C's apply. Me again. Have you heard that the Ramsey Garden Centre's Christmas sale is now on? You can enjoy up to 50% off their festive Christmas treats and selected lines across the centre so that next Christmas you can deck the halls with bells of holly for less and make sure Santa stops at your home with a variety of outdoor decorations as well. You simply won't find better value. Pop into Ramsey Garden Centre, Albert Road, Ramsey, where there's everything for the garden and more. Opens seven days a week. I didn't know where to turn to protect me and my children from my violent husband. My partner verbally abused me, controlled how much money I could spend and who I could talk to. But my advocate was compassionate and helped me with the police to stop the abuse. My advocate helped me to get a court order to protect me and stay in my home. If you need assistance, call Advocate Smith Torbett's Unsworth Limited on 677-888 or email reception at advocates.co.im. Tired of the same old job? Then perhaps this year really is the time to find a fantastic new career with Orchard Recruitment. If your resolution is to find a better, more fulfilling job this year, then orchardrecruitment.com is the place to start. Our fully responsive website allows you to quickly apply for jobs, upload and store your CV, manage job alerts and chat live with our expert recruiters. Get off to a flying start with a great career move. Orchard Recruitment, a refreshing change. Shopping that costs less before you even start. Less travel, fuel and time near you. That's ShopRite, proudly locally owned.